Hello. Welcome to another episode of Skincare Made Simple. I'm your host, Ella Elston. I'm a licensed esthetician turned stay-at-home mama. So I've left the spa and now take clients virtually, host rooms on the social app Clubhouse, post a whole lot on Instagram, and now do a skincare podcast so we can make skincare simple again. There's so many and tricks and bits of advice out there to follow, and it can be hard to know which ones will be right for your skin. So let's get back to the basics and make healthy, clear, radiant skin accessible to everyone. Welcome back to Skincare Made Simple. This is episode five, where we are going to be talking all about exfoliation. Now, there's a lot to cover with exfoliation, but I do highly recommend if you have not listened to the last episode all about the skin's barrier layer, you should pause this one, go listen to that one, and then come back to this one and resume. So what? I'll give you a second. All right. So I'm assuming you are back. You have listened to the barrier layer episode and you are ready to learn all about exfoliation. So what are exfoliants? Exfoliants are any form of ingredients that will remove or loosen dead skin cells. So you can kind of think of the barrier layer, the outermost layer of the epidermis, as a brick wall. So the bricks are going to be your skin cells, and the mortar between the bricks is, are going to be ceramides and other fatty acids that will help to hold your skin together. Now exfoliants go in there and loosen up the mortar so we can get rid of the dead skin cells that we no longer want on our skin. Now, there are two main categories of exfoliants. You have chemical exfoliants and physical exfoliants. We're going to start with physical exfoliants today because there's not as much that goes into them. Physical exfoliants are what most people think of when they think exfoliate. This is going to be your scrubs, any sort of granular cleanser or mask, and they are going to simply buff away or polish the dead skin cells to reveal a brighter appearance. This is also great for anyone dealing with blackheads, using a nice scrub on the nose and working it in gently with a pointer finger just to loosen up those blackheads will do wonders for you. Now, some physical exfoliants can actually be a bit too harsh and they can cause little micro tears in your skin that you're not actually going to see the effects of until later on down the road when your skin's a little more red and sensitive, your barrier layer becomes compromised and that's causing more issues as discussed in the last episode. And also, physical exfoliants don't work below the surface. They're just simply going to remove the buildup of dead skin cells on your skin, and that's it. Now, there is the argument that a physical exfoliant will let your serums work a little bit better since it's polishing away those dead skin cells that could potentially be blocking your serums from penetrating the skin surface. So that is a positive there. However, I typically shy away from physical exfoliants and recommend all of my clients do as well. I much prefer chemical exfoliants. Chemical exfoliants are going to be your acids like your AHAs, BHAs, and retinol or retinoic acid. What these are going to do is actually work within the epidermis to tackle specific skin concerns like texture, hyperpigmentation, premature aging, and acne. So there are a couple different types of chemical exfoliants, and this is where it can get a little bit complicated because how do you pick the right one for your skin? 
So we're going to talk about a couple of the main ones. We're going to cover the three main chemical exfoliants, one bonus one, and then a little touch on retinol here. So AHAs are going to be the most common retinol that we will see. So AHAs are going to be the most common chemical exfoliant that we will see. AHA stands for alpha hydroxy acid, and these are actually water binders. So if you have dry skin, this is going to be great for you. It's going to help to draw more water, more moisture into the skin, which is fantastic. Now, this doesn't mean that oily skin can't use alpha hydroxy acids because, again, we're drawing water into the skin, not oil. Every skin type needs water and moisture. There are actually six different AHAs, and they're all going to do a very similar thing to various degrees. So there are two main AHAs that we're going to talk about today, though, and that's going to be glycolic acid and lactic acid. Now, you can find glycolic acid and lactic acid pretty much everywhere, and how these work is they're going to exfoliate the surface of the skin and then dive just a little bit deeper. Glycolic acid is one of the most well-researched exfoliants, period. It will actually get all the way down to the bottom layer of the epidermis and talk to your skin, if you will, to tell it that it needs to produce more collagen. It can also communicate with melanocytes, which is where melanin comes from, and stop any bits of hyperpigmentation before they form. So for this reason, if you are someone who is dealing with hyperpigmentation, premature aging, and dry skin, glycolic acid is going to be great for you. However, since it does have the smallest molecular size, that also means that it's going to be the most sensitizing. So if you have incredibly sensitive skin, if you have a compromised barrier layer, like we talked about in the previous episode, then we're going to want to hold off on glycolic acid until we rebuild that barrier. The next super common alpha hydroxy acid is going to be lactic acid. Now, lactic acid is one of my personal favorites, and it is going to be fantastic for tone and texture. So if your skin's looking a little dull, a little sallow or yellowish, and you're dealing with a bit of texture, then lactic acid is going to be your best friend. Lactic acid doesn't have as small of a molecular size as glycolic acid, so it's not going to get all the way to the bottom, making it less sensitizing and easier for all skin types to digest. It is still a water binder, so it is still great for dry skin. Lactic acid is going to be great for anyone with dry combination oily skin that's dealing with texture and tone issues, so dull, sallow skin. Now we're gonna jump away from AHAs and talk about BHAs. So these are gonna be your beta hydroxy acids. And there are a couple, but the only one that anyone ever talks about is going to be salicylic acid. If you have oily skin, acne prone skin, then you are well-versed in salicylic acid. Salicylic acid is the go-to ingredient for acne and for good reason. So like your AHAs are water binders that exfoliate the surface of the skin, salicylic acid is actually an oil binder, meaning that it can cut through the oil and sebum on your skin and act like a little digger to clean out your pores and disintegrate anything that's in there, which is fantastic for acne-prone skin. This can work on both types of acne, both the bacteria-based acne, so your papules, pustules, and the debris-based acne, so your whiteheads and blackheads. So if you have blackheads, this is going to be your key. So where the mistake is made with salicylic acid is the fact that it's overused. 
You don't need salicylic acid in every single product. You need it in maybe one. You need it in one, maybe two. Now, you don't need it in your cleanser. Your cleanser should be geared towards nurturing your skin. And you don't need it in your moisturizer because your moisturizer should be geared towards moisturizing your skin. A salicylic acid is great as a spot treatment and is great as an all-over exfoliant or a mask. These are going to be the most effective versions of salicylic acid. Your cleanser and your moisturizer, like in your base routine that we talked about in episode one, should be geared towards nurturing your skin. They should not be treatment-based products. Now, of course, there are exceptions to every rule, and there are some great products out there that are clarifying lotions, and someone who is dealing with a more severe case of acne can use one of those and just double up on the moisturizer, use a clarifying lotion, and then put a more nourishing moisturizer on top of it but those are specific cases. Overall, your moisturizer and cleanser should not contain salicylic acid. One of my least favorite things that you will find in a store, you'll find it in pretty much any store that sells skincare, is going to be those little three-step kits or whatever, like proactive, because every single product in that kit that you're supposed to use twice a day is going to have some sort of acne-fighting ingredient, some form of exfoliating ingredient. And yes, it may clear your skin temporarily, but the moment you stop, your acne will come back with a vengeance. Now I could go off on a tangent about this and talk about it all day, but that's not the point of this episode. So trust me, the tangent is coming. However, at the moment, we're just going to talk about how salicylic acid is going to help to clear up acne. So if you are dealing with acne, if you are oily, this is going to be great for you. If you're not oily, if you're not dealing with a lot of acne, if you have more combination, maybe even normal to dry skin, and you're dealing with the occasional hormonal breakout, I would recommend getting salicylic acid patches, any sort of little pimple patch that has salicylic acid in it, and just using that occasionally when you need it not as you are all over exfoliant on your exfoliation night of your four night rotation. So I also mentioned that we're going to talk about retinol and one other bonus exfoliant. So the bonus exfoliant is alzaic acid. Alzaic acid was a very trending ingredient in summer of 2021. And because of that, it is now much easier to find. I personally love alzaic acid because it's a very gentle exfoliant. So it's very, very mild. And if you're dealing with sensitive skin, if you're reintroducing exfoliants after rebuilding your barrier layer, alzaic acid is going to be a great place to start. It's going to help with hyperpigmentation because it does help to lighten and brighten the skin. It's going to help with texture, not as well as lactic acid, just like it's not going to help with hyperpigmentation as much as glycolic acid, but it is still going to help with both of those. And it's going to be much gentler. It's got a much larger molecular size. So it's not going to be anywhere near as sensitizing on the skin. It also is best friends with salicylic acid. So if you can find a, an alzaic acid with salicylic acid in it, my favorite is from the brand Paula's Choice, then you are going to be in luck. This is one of my favorites, and this combination of alzaic and salicylic acids actually helps to tone down redness on the skin as well, which is a very unique property to acids. So alzaic acid, great if you need a nice gentle exfoliation. Now retinol or retinoic acid, 
we will do many episodes all about retinol. But since it is an exfoliant, we'll talk about it a little bit here. So retinol was actually discovered in the early 1900s. Like I'm talking about like 1904, I believe. I could be a little off on the year, but it was somewhere around that time. And then in the 1940s is when they started doing tests on skin for retinoids. And when they started doing these tests, their target was not aging. Their target for retinol was actually acne. When they discovered that you could use retinoids on skin in the 1940s and they started doing clinical studies, this was done to fight acne. So if you are dealing with acne and not using a retinol, I highly recommend rethinking adding a retinol. Retinol is a wonderful product for many, many different skin concerns because it increases cell turnover at such a rapid rate. Now, there are many forms of retinol. You can have anything from an adapalene or bacuchiol, which are sort of the mildest of the retinoids, all the way up to a prescription strength tretinoin, which is going to be your strongest that you can get. A lot of times what we will see for an over-the-counter retinol, any retinol that you can buy in Ulta, Sephora, department stores, I don't know if anyone buys any skincare from department stores anymore, but if you do, you can get retinols there. Uh, or even somewhere like Target. Target has a bunch of retinols as well. The strength you are going to see for an over-the-counter retinol is going to be anywhere from a 0.3 to a 2%. It has been proven in clinical trials that you can see significant results at even a 0.1% retinol. So using the strongest retinol you can find when you first start a retinol is not recommended. A stronger retinol does not mean faster results. It just means more sensitivities. You need to ease your skin into retinol. But the main reason that I'm mentioning retinol in this episode is because it is an exfoliant. So you do need to keep that in mind when using your retinol. We don't want to use it on the same night as another exfoliant. That is going to be a big, big no-no. Now you will find some formulas that have a retinol and other acids in it, but those are specifically formulated to work together. I do not ever recommend mixing a retinol with another product that has any sort of physical or chemical exfoliant on the same night. What you can do instead is use your physical or chemical exfoliant, preferably chemical, on one night and then the following night use your retinol. What this is going to do is actually make your retinol work better with less sensitivities. So this is actually going to help your retinol get deeper into the epidermis and help prep the skin for the retinol. So this is part of the four night rotation that I preach all the time. It's on night one, you're going to exfoliate. On night two, you're gonna use your retinol and you're gonna do it in that order specifically because the chemical exfoliant is going to help prep your skin for that retinol so you get a better result. And then on nights three and four, you are going to let your skin rest. That means we are not going to exfoliate at all. We are not going to use any sort of scrub, chemical exfoliant acids. We are not going to use retinol, anything like that. Nights three and four, we are going to let our skin breathe and relax. Now, those are going to be the main exfoliants that we're going to talk about today. So again, that's glycolic acid for hyperpigmentation and premature aging, lactic acid for tone and texture, salicylic acid for acne, 
alzaic acid for sensitive skin and hyperpigmentation, and then retinol for pretty much everything. And retinol is going to be one that you use in conjunction with another acid. So pick an exfoliant targeted towards your specific skin concerns for night one of your rotation. Pick a retinol at the strength of your choosing. Start slow and work your way up for night two of your rotation, and then nights three and four, you're going to let your skin rest. Exfoliation is a wonderful thing and can really propel the results of your skin. It can really get you closer to where you want your skin to be when done properly. When done improperly, it can completely backtrack you. So we want to take it easy. We don't need to go as strong and as hard as we can all the time. Take it easy with your skin. That is going to be it for our exfoliation today. We're going to keep it nice and simple. We're not doing anything crazy with our skin. First of all, we want to make sure that our barrier is nice, nice and healthy, like we talked about in the last episode. And then we're going to slowly start to introduce exfoliants again. So on that note, we're going to end the episode here. That was a lot of information that I gave you. If you need me to clarify anything, if you have any questions about anything, I am always here. We've got a couple links down in the show notes. We've got an, a link to my Instagram which I would love for you to come and hang out with me if you're not already hanging out with me over there. I do a lot of skincare content, make it really fun in my stories where I let my followers pick the skincare I'm going to use on certain nights and things like that. We just did a really fun giveaway last week. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. So come hang out with me over on Instagram if you're not already. I've got two other links down there that will take you to a website called Shop My Shelf. One of them will take you to a place where you can shop my shelf. You can see all of my favorite products. I have an entire shelf for chemical exfoliants and retinols. And these are just my favorites. Yes, they are affiliated links, but I can literally pick from any product in the world to put on there. So they are all my honest opinion. These are just some of my favorite products out there. And then the other one will take you to my consult. If you would like to work with me one-on-one, I've got two different options. There's a free one and a paid one. And these are going to be the best way to really get a kickstart in your skincare. We'll fill out a little quiz about your skin. It'll give me more information. And then I will give you my feedback, whether it's with the free one. And I tell you what to use and not to use in your current routine and then give a couple little suggestions or in the paid one where I flat out spell out for you exactly what you should do step by step and why you should do it and I put a whole lot of information in those so highly recommend checking those out as well as always I appreciate you hanging out with me And if you found this episode entertaining or informative or you learned something new, share it with somebody that you love who wants to improve their skin, someone that you want to have a spa night with. It would also mean a lot to me if you could like, comment, follow whatever platform you're listening to this on, whatever their options are there. And if you feel so inclined to rate this a five star, that would be pretty cool as well, you know. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening to me. I wouldn't be doing this without you. And actually, I probably would. I talk to myself a lot. So this is kind of normal for me here. But come hang out with me over on Instagram. Come hang out with me on Clubhouse. I host rooms twice a week over there on Tuesdays and Thursdays as well. So if you haven't had enough of me today, I have a room going on on Clubhouse today also. So appreciate you. And as always, love your skin and it will love you back. Bye. (laughs) 